Before we get started, before any of this starts, I'd like to remind you that you can experience an ad-free version of this by clicking the link in the description that says plus.acast.com slash s slash Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Exurgat Deus disipentur de Dimitri Eius, et fugiancio deruntium a facia Eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. I don't know if I'm going to publish this, because I'm probably going to lose my cool. <clears throat> we'll see. So the first of the three topics I was going after, the first one... We did before, a couple days ago, the military. Today, we're doing the FBI and law enforcement. Overall, in general, broad strokes. I will simply say this. You don't want to, be, you don't want to stand accused of this corruption? Take off your badge and walk away. Whistleblowers, okay, cool, that's great. You got a whistleblower here, there. Don't care. Take off your badge and walk away. Otherwise, stand with the guilty. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <clears throat> Sancta Michael Arcangel, defendenos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diabli est opraesidium. Imperetili Deus, supplicas deprecamur. Tuque princeps militae caelestis, Satanam aliosque spiritus malignosque ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum de trude. Amen. If that sounded a little bit m less like a plea, and more like a demand, I understand. I thoroughly understand. Cor Jesus Sacratissimum, miserere nobis, Mater Dolorosa, ora pro nobis, Virgo Potens, ora pro nobis, Sancta Michael Arcangele, defendenos in proelio, Beatus Carolus et Domo Austriae, ora pro nobis, Domine, ostende facium tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. 
You know those psalms, the, the post-conciliar church doesn't really pray so much anymore because they're really sort of, well, they're kind of gruff. You know, the psalms, when the innocent and just man demands that God take up his sword and come to his aid. When I talk about the FBI and law enforcement, these days, that's how I feel. It's the reason why we open with let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Because woven into all of this, And the paradoxical things is things that are seemingly contradictory, but still are nonetheless simultaneously true. <clears throat> I desperately, desperately want mercy. I equally, desperately want justice. I'm not a defund the police guy. But if these people are going to take justice and bastardize it the way they have been, then I pray that they're all scattered. We men are but shadows in dust. And the oppression of the innocent is one of the four sins that cries out to heaven to, for justice. And when I look at what we are now no longer hiding as a nation, because here, here's the thing, I've come to the point now where I'm under no illusions about the condition of whatever it is that this country wants to call justice. And what it is most certainly not is justice. We get glimpses of justice. We get innocent people being exonerated. Occasionally. Let me correct that. We get people who are not guilty exonerated occasionally. And the only reason why I'm correcting that is because anyone who thinks that there's innocence left in this world is clearly not paying attention. The people up at the uppermost echelons are doing everything that they can to annihilate innocence on this earth. And they're doing a really good job. They're doing an exceptional job. <laughs> a remarkably good job. <sighs> I've been trying to dodge specifically the stories about law enforcement because I can't watch them anymore and not think to myself kill them all for those of you who've been watching in Catholic news then you are familiar with I believe his name is Mark Hauk might be Michael 
Honestly, I, I, I honestly I don't remember. But the Hauk family was raided by the Federal Bureau of Investigation with some 20 or 30 armed to the teeth SWAT wielding officers, men and women both, with riot shields and the ever dreaded M4, because let's be real for just a moment, they are not sporting AR 15s. <clears throat> And they terrorized a family of nine. That would be Mr. and Mrs. Hauk and their seven children. Why? Because he pushed some dude who got in his 12-year-old son's face. Then you get the bigger news. The widespread news. Stuff like the... Very similar, though plainclothes, raid of the former president of the United States and his home in Mar-a-Lago. And if that was it, okay. But then it was the public arrest of Peter Navarro in the airport, putting him in leg irons to take him away. The pre-dawn raid of Roger Stone. And don't get me wrong, I've got... I've got no appreciation for Roger Stone beyond the fact that he's an 80-something-year-old man and they raided his house with 30 FBI agents at 6 in the freaking morning. And that little puppet show that they did, Carton Steve Bannon off, in front of the press. Hey, there's a great idea. They've done nothing but turn themselves into a Gestapo. Nothing but turn themselves into the Stasi. They are a less stylish SS. At least the SS's uniforms were designed by Hugo Boss. Now what do they got? I don't even know. If maybe if it's a well-dressed FBI agent, maybe their suits made by Joseph Abood. But more often than not, you can tell by looking at them, they're wearing khaki pants or at best an off-the-rack suit from Macy's or some other garbage like that. At least the SS had style when they were terrorizing the citizenry. The FBI doesn't even have that. That ridiculous sheriff down in Texas, oh, we're opening an investigation into the governor of Florida because he may have humanly trafficked people to Martha's Vineyard. Shut up. You're not even in your jurisdiction, you dope. And anybody can see that. Oh, well, it happened over here. Well, cool, because that would be a federal matter because it clearly crossed state lines. And I would love to see the reaction of every citizen of the United States when the FBI raids Ron DeSantis' home and hauls him out in leg irons. Because, dear family, that's coming.
And I don't have any special love for Ron DeSantis. I don't know him from Adam. He seems to be an upstanding guy. He seems to be standing up to the right people. He seems to be doing the right thing. But, you know, I thought the same about Dan Crenshaw. I thought the same about dozens of others of politicians, dozens of other politicians who all turned out to be crap. So admittedly, it's going to take a little bit of proof to show that, you know, DeSantis isn't just going to fold like a deck of cards. We'll see. Oh, and the next president, if it is a Republican, on the off chance that they managed to pull that miracle off, I can't say that I have a whole lot of hope that they're going to be successful in getting all of the all of the scum out of the swamp. Why? Well, let's start with the FBI. A friend of mine, currently living in Texas once again, had a FISA warrant illegally issued against him. A U.S. citizen, a member of the Department of Defense, a member of the Armed Forces, had a FISA warrant taken out against him. Had Predator drone surveillance conducted on him while he was inside the United States conducting legal business. No drugs. No human trafficking, no child pornography, none of that. Oh, but they they got a FISA warrant on him. Predator drone surveillance. And by the way, why am I saying predator drone? Because I know it was a predator. Because I know that it was a that while the drone may not have been armed. It is a drone that is capable of being armed, and it is illegal to use inside the United States. Especially against a United States citizen. They weren't, they didn't FISA him because he was a spy. They FISA'd him because he was defending his home. He was defending his community. He was defending his state. He was defending his country from the insurgency that is from the insurgency the word of which can be used to describe all of the art all of the operations of the cartels south of the Mexican border particularly the ones that go north through the border drug trafficking human trafficking sex trafficking slave trafficking Two thousand fifteen, the FBI seizes eighty-seven million dollars from a private safety deposit company in Beverly Hills. You know how many people were charged with crimes? Rhymes with zero. Rhymes with none. Zip, zilch, nada. Not a single person. 
Have they returned the, have they returned the money? Have they returned the products? Have they returned the things that were stored in the safety deposit boxes? No. What did they do? When people came in, it was like, hey, I want my stuff back. They turn around and go, okay, let's open up an investigation into him. We're going to check his bank records, his tax records, his DMV, his driving record, his criminal record. We're going to check everything about him because surely this guy who has stuff in this safety deposit box must be a criminal. Because for some strange reason, back in 2015, you had to prove your innocence instead of, instead of the government proving your guilt. $87 million worth of stuff. Some of it only sentimental value. You're talking about the ashes of a loved one. And here's the greatest, here's the greatest synopsis of their thinking. Well, if they come and ask for their stuff, then we need to investigate them because they might be a criminal. And if they don't ask for their stuff, then they must be a criminal. And that's why they're not asking. Now let's look at the other side of the fence. Let's look at the local Smokies. Uvalde, Texas. By now, I would hope that you've seen the video footage as the police sat in the hallway while this kid, this 18-year-old schmuck, is in a classroom assassinating children. Assassinating kindergartners. And what are they doing? They're standing in the hall. Dude walks across the hall. Let me get a couple, a couple of squirts of, of hand sanitizer and because I have to make sure that my hands are sanitized before I don't go in and kill this murderer. Oh sure. Police in the state of Michigan had more than enough time to go in and raid a salon, a hair salon, and arrest the salon owner. Oh, they did this in Dallas too, if I remember correctly. They got more than enough time. They don't have real crimes. They don't have Lasetas and MS-13 and other criminal... Other criminals walking the streets doing heinous things. Murder, rape, robbery. No, 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 no. We got to go in and enforce this COVID lockdown on this hairdresser. We can't be bothered to actually look at the drone footage from Waukesha, Wisconsin and actually track down some of these people who were burning down buildings, who were setting fires to cars, who were tearing up the neighborhood. Oh, but we got plenty of time to try and use this drone footage to frame a 17-year-old kid who's defending his neighborhood. Who by day is cleaning graffiti and helping clean up the mess and at night is defending property. At the request of the people whom he defends. We got more than enough time to use the drone footage to try to put this kid in prison for the rest of his life. But we don't have any, any time to use the same drone footage to find the people who are, all, who are actually killing. Oh, we don't care if some prayer patriot in Portland, Oregon gets tracked and stalked like a deer and shot twice in the chest until dead. 
We're not worried about these purple-haired, nose-pierced, acne-faced clowns who are destroying cities, who are walking into restaurants and harassing the customers, picking the drinks and the food right up off the table in front of them and eating it and drinking it. No, we don't have we don't have time to go after those thugs who are genuine who are genuinely a menace, genuinely disturbing the peace. No, no, no. We got we got to go after this guy who had the audacity to pray for a woman after she murdered her child. It's not everybody. It's not everybody in the FBI. But there are 30,000 members of the, of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And do you know how many whistleblowers have come forward? 14, maybe 15. So what that actually tells me is that there are 29,900 and at least 75 people who have been mistakenly entrusted with the job of upholding and defending the Constitution of the United States, of protecting and serving the population of the United States, of defending against crime. Now, notice I open that with mistakenly, because for some strange reason, most of America can't get through their head that the FBI has always been like this. The FBI was complicit in the crimes of Whitey Bulger. In many cases, the FBI was complicit in the crimes of Al Capone. In many cases, the FBI was complicit in all of the crimes. You guys have seen the movie Casino and the movie Heat? I'm sure you've seen those movies. Well, the movie Casino, I had the interesting um, opportunity <laughs> to be taught... American criminal justice back in high school by a former FBI agent who was working the casino case. Anthony Weiner's got 640,000 emails on his laptop. They include talking about the crimes of Tony Podesta, John Podesta, Hillary Clinton. They include talking about the 30,000 emails from Benghazi of Hillary Clinton on that private server that she bleach bit. Bleach bitted? I don't know I don't know how you can put that in a past tense. Bleach bit's the name of the program. She used the program to wipe the drives. While all of those files were under subpoena. Meaning, don't destroy those files. We want those files because you, my dear may have committed a crime. What does she do? She destroys the files. What happens? Nothing. We get a bunch of really cool chants. Lock her up! Lock her up! What happens? Nothing. That heifer is still out and about. Her husband? Oh. Don't even get me started with him. He's the guy who bombed a pharmaceutical company in Somalia. Why? To get the news to stop talking about how he was doing the thing with Monica Lewinsky. Which, by the way, weird, today that would be a total Me Too thing. 
Nobody investigating that. Well, you know, you could always take it to court. Can you? Really? Have you read the transcripts for the deposition of Bill Cosby? Have you read the court case? Did you know that when you agree to settle something out of court and you do the depositions, you are now immune from further prosecution? Do you know why? Because all they got to do is subpoena the depositions and now you get to testify against yourself. Bill Cosby, hey, we're going to do this, this, that, and the other. We could go to court or we could do that. He goes, hey, let's do that. We do that and I don't have to worry about going to court, right? No big deal. I don't have to worry about a criminal charge, this, that, and the other. Oh, hey, by the way, let's not forget that we're also talking about something that's 40 years outside of the statute of limitations. But what ifs? He goes with it and what do they do? Oh, no, DA turns around and, and charges him with a crime. Why did he stand up angry? Because he had no business being in that court in the first place. Oh, well, he drugged women and took advantage of them. Really? You know, they wouldn't have been in that position if they would have chosen to not get into that position. You know, when a man says, hey, would you like some quaaludes? Your spidey senses are supposed to start tingling and say, hey, maybe this is a bad idea. By the way, that was in the deposition. Offered her quaaludes. Offered her quaaludes. Like, she didn't know what was going on. Give me a break. We're talking about the 70s. Everybody knows what a quaalude is. Oh, but we can't talk about that. Because it's blaming the victim. Well, what'd you wait 30, 40 years for? Do you understand? <clears throat> I am really, really old school. Like, yes, I'm a traditional Catholic, but I'm also an old school heathen. I come from an old school line of thought. Which means, a lot of times things can be handled man-to-man. Man-to-man. Notice I didn't mention woman. Now, was she victimized? I'm going to go with questionable. Because normally, in my experience, in the recorded experience that I've noticed across the last 30 years, the Me Too movement has decided that one party gets all of the credibility and the other party gets all of the accountability and responsibility and ne'er the twain shall meet. And every single accusation where some heifer decides she doesn't want to take responsibility for any of her actions makes it far more difficult for people to take the claims of true victims. Seriously.
And it didn't just start, it actually started all the way like back in the 90s when date rape became a thing. So here's the thing. And see if this equates. Because maybe it does and maybe it doesn't. And if it doesn't, you can email me, Caleb at RadioFreeCatholic.com. And if it does, you can email me at Caleb at RadioFreeCatholic.com. Either way, whether you agree or disagree. But when I raised my right hand and swore to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, am I to be angry when I go out onto the battlefield and I'm shot dead? Am I to be angry when I go out onto the battlefield and I lose a limb? Or I'm captured and tortured? Am I to be angry about these things? The easy answer is no. I can't claim victim status until I get back and my government says, you know what, you did all these things, that's great, but go screw yourself. All those benefits we promised you, we're not paying you anything. Because at that point, I become a victim. It's, I don't become a victim when I get sent overseas. I knew I was going overseas. But I went overseas with the understanding that I would be taken care of my family would be taken care of should something happen. So I don't become a victim when I'm blown up overseas. I become a victim when I get back and the government decides to welch on their part of the bargain. And at that point, I'm going to be mad. Not before. I did what I said I was going to do. Where does this correlate? Well, if I go to a frat party, especially one of those places that's notorious for being a real animal house, and I decide, you know, I'm gonna have some adult beverages. You know, this, this purple punch smells a little bit funny. Let me get some more. Oh, and we're in a nice controversial territory, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, anybody, any Catholic, you know the teachings on, ta on chastity and virtue. You know the teachings on modesty. You know why those teachings are put into place. So even though I'm rubbing you the wrong way, and I know someone out there is getting rubbed the wrong way because I'm about to quote-unquote victim blame, but let's be blunt. It is de fide, at this point, Catholic teaching. Now, it may not be official magisterial teaching, but let's be real. If you're a Catholic, on some level, you fully know, you fully comprehend modesty, humility, chastity, these are important. Prudence, important. So which one of those things... Mod, modesty, humility, chastity, prudence, which one of those things is exemplified by taking your drunk behind to a frat party? Oh, well, these things shouldn't have happened. Well, you shouldn't have went. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And if you do go, if you did go, take a moment and ask yourself, would the Blessed Mother have gone? Could you see the Blessed Virgin Mary drinking some Rohypnol freaking punch? Screaming like a banshee? Looking at all the naked people? Could you imagine the Blessed Mother doing this? She's the one we're supposed to be imitating. We're supposed to be imitating the saints and the saintly, virtuous behavior. So could you imagine her at a frat party? Men, this is on you too. Can you imagine St. Joseph? Knocking down the brewskis, bro! Jaeger, dude! Could you imagine St. Joseph doing that? Because I can't. Could you imagine the prophet Elijah doing that? Why do I mention the prophet Elijah? Because, well, actually, it should be Elisha. <laughs> but both of them, I could imagine, rather than walking in there going, Yeager, dude, down it, bruh! <clears throat> I could imagine them standing in front of that frat house and going, Exurgat Deus et Dissipentur in Amici Eus. I mean, they wouldn't speak Latin, but whatever. At Fugion Kyo Derunteo Mafacha Eus. And I could imagine fire coming down from the sky and consuming that frat house, but I cannot imagine the prophet Elijah, the prophet Jonah. I can almost imagine King David. I mean, you know, you know he partied like that, obviously. 
But I cannot imagine any of the saints thinking it was okay to go to a frat party. Especially a frat party at a frat house that was kind of known for being a major animal house. And if you can imagine that, like I said, King David notwithstanding, it's a little bit obvious he got down like that a little bit. A little bit. But I do believe that even King David, when he was a younger man, might go, that is an abomination. He might still guiltily take part. I got it. There's a non-zero chance. It's slim. He was a little bit more bloody-minded than he was, I mean, he was a little bit more bloody-minded than he was, you know, fornicating. But if you can name any of the saints who, after their conversion, after they became Catholic, because I know a couple of them, you know, they, I could imagine, I could imagine St. Augustine before doing some of that. I most certainly cannot imagine St. Augustine after. You know what else I can't imagine? I can't imagine any of the saints blaming anyone but themselves for the shenanigans that they got up to before they came to the faith, before they had that interior conversion. And remember that all of these people that we're talking about, they are still before their conversion. You're not going to tell me that that lady who accused Bill Cosby was a Catholic convert. Why? Because she probably would have just dropped it. She probably would have just moved on. Same thing goes for actually all of the acting actors and actresses in Hollywood. We'll see. Because there's a bunch of actors and actresses who decided to step away from all that craziness. There's a bunch of actors and actresses who are continually being attacked because they refuse to partake in all of that psychopathy. In all of that narcissistic, sociopathic nonsense. And their targets from the rest of the community, the ones who have gone full on down that road and expect everybody else except them to pay for the damage that they themselves have done to their lives. Now, how does all this connect? Because it's the same law enforcement people who are, who are going after people who were long gone, long since. It's the same law enforcement agency that goes after like Mike Lindell and takes his cell phone. And don't get me wrong, I do not particularly like Mike Lindell at all. I don't care about his pillow. I only actually respect, I have respect for him in this aspect alone. His body language, when he's advertising his products and most especially when he's advertising his MyPillow. Everybody forgets that the my pillow is, is you know is a brand name, but when he's advertising his pillows, his body language shows 
he worked hard to develop that product. He cares about that. Watch him. If you ever get a chance to watch the commercials, I'm sure you get to just turn on Fox News. He'll show up on there at some point. But watch how he handles the pillows. Watch how he keeps them close to him because that is a product he believes in. Now, whether or not it's a good pillow, that's up to you. You know, it's up to the people who buy the pillow. I, I'm not buying the pillow. It's not, you know, it's not my bag. As to the other stuff, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. But I know for a fact that the other stuff, he doesn't treat as tenderly as he treats the pillow. Because he worked for years to develop the pillow. And I have the utmost respect for him because no matter what you say about Mike Lindell, you can definitely say he believes that his pillow is the best possible product. It is, quote unquote, the work of his hands. Everything else about him, I find off-putting. I like the fact that he empl- that he employs people in his home state. I, I love that, actually. <clears throat> Talk about subsidiarity, subsidiarity, that's a big deal. But beyond that, you know, okay, cool, he supported Trump, great, whatever. You know, he made he made a fortune. Come, went from the crack house to the penthouse. That's pretty impressive. You know, America's full of achievement. You know, there are plenty of of people who achieve things like that, and they deserve every bit of respect for that. But beyond all that, I mean, I don't I don't really care about the guy. I don't know him. I've never met him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He certainly seems to be a loyal person. And I certainly do not think that he deserved to be stalked to a Hardee's drive-thru by the FBI so they could come and take his phone. They didn't find him at home. They got him at a drive-thru. They got Peter Navarro coming home in the airport. Do you understand the other part of the message that this is? Is The message is, is that it doesn't matter where you are, we can find you. You can run, but you can't hide. We can track you to a Hardee's, we can track you to the airport, we can track you to your home, and we're going to come in fully armed, SWAT team and everything, regardless. And I think the thing that really bugs me is the Hauk family is a Catholic family. Mr. Hauk is the founder of the Kingsmen, a a Catholic men's pro-life group. And he was raided by the FBI at his home, guns pointed at his kids, at his wife. Let me tell you something. Eventually, they're going to pick the wrong guy. Eventually, they're going to try to come in guns blazing, and not a one of them is walking out alive. Eventually, they're going to pick somebody who, when they hear it, it's going to be that one guy who's like, you know what, I've seen this happen before, and it's not happening in my house. 
And he's going to have the means and the opportunity, and he's going to do it. And the media's going to be like, oh my goodness, I got to shoot out an FBI with Kim Blah, 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 oh my goodness, take away the guns, And I know that's what they're looking for. You gotta be a fool to not know that that's what they're looking for. Why they why they come strapped? Because they're looking for a fight. They're hoping that one of these days they're gonna get the one that's gonna put them on the map like Waco, Texas. Again. Everybody thought Waco was an isolated incident. This is one of the reasons why I say it was always like this. For crying out loud, J. Edgar Hoover not only was a cross-dresser, but worked very closely with the mob. In fact, the mob made sure that he always want that he always wanted a little bit of extra at the casinos. You know, the dealers would play to lose to him. And they would make sure that he that when he went to these houses of ill repute, that they served his particular speciality, that particular dish that cries out to heaven for vengeance. And in exchange, they would throw him a bone, and he'd take care. And he, they would throw him a bone and give him a big bust, and he would throw them a bone and take out was a competition, a family competition to the family. And this was from day one. Intelligence agencies, spies on members of Congress, they do it all the time. In fact, they keep a collection. Why do you think nobody talks, speaks out against the intelligence agencies? Why do you think that even the most robust still kind of, they hedge their bets to make sure that they don't say too much so that the intelligence agencies don't wrap them around the ringer and twist? Think about it. The great libertarian, Ron Paul. What was his target? Oh, he was against the war. Oh, he didn't trust the intel agencies. But what was his target? His target wasn't the FBI, it wasn't the CIA, it wasn't the NSA, it wasn't the intelligence apparatus, except as sort of overarching and in an abstract manner. His target was the Fed. Rand Paul, his son. Oh, he comes out and talks to who he comes. Oh, and he comes out swinging. But who's he most famous for going after full bore? It's not Jim Comey. It's not Christopher Ray. It wasn't James Clapper. By the way, if you don't know those names, uh, Jim Comey, Christopher Ray, former uh, director and former director of the FBI. James Clapper, former director of the, of the uh, CIA. He doesn't come out swinging all that hard against the intel agencies. Oh, they'll ask some pointed questions. But I want you to compare the pointed questions that they will point at the FBI and compare them to the pointed questions that they pointed at Dr. Fauci. I want you to compare the rhetoric of Rand Paul when he's talking to Dr. Fauci you compare how he went full bore on that little elf. And then I want you to try and find something. Some sort of video. 
where he does the same thing to the FBI or the CIA or the NSA or the Department of Homeland Security. Find it. And if you find it, I want you to send me the link, Caleb at RadioFreeCatholic.com. If you can find it because I can't find it, I've never seen it. And then ask yourself why. Why is it they're always, excuse me, why is it they're always willing to come out swinging on everybody? Except those agencies that fall under the umbrella of the Department of Homeland Security. Why is it you got Dan Crenshaw shilling for neo-Nazi Ukrainians? Dan Crenshaw, Congressman Eyepatch. I had really, truly high hopes for that man. I looked at him and I said, there's a guy, you know, he's a former he's a former major, special forces, wounded in combat, lost an eye, may have actually been injured further. Psychologically was most definitely injured further because you you cannot do what he did and not be on some level. But riddle me this. Why did he decide to shill for the exact sort of garbage? That he literally just got out of the military and decided he was going to Congress to make sure they never did again. Why? I think you know the answer. I think I know the answer. And that's the thing you really... You really got to take in. I've said time and again, if they come after me for being Catholic, cool. You want to throw me in prison? Cool. First off, I've been there. Be a good idea if you picked me on a day when I'm not as heated as I am right now. Because as as I feel right now, they were to pick this day going to be a misunderstanding. There's going to be some furniture moving, and some of y'all are not going home on your feet. You had best pray that the day you come for me, the Spirit of the Lord does not fill me the way it did Samson. Catch me on a good day, and I'll go along gladly. Mess around and think I wouldn't offer it up all for the sake of my Lord. But I'm ambivalent about it, because as much as I'm absolutely willing to take up the crown of both red and white martyrdom for the cause, you want to come after me for being Catholic? I will gladly. But I do have a chip on my shoulder. There's a part of me that says that every last one of you people who are complicit with this need to pay, and you need to pay with your blood. I was willing to pay with mine, so you had better be willing to pay with yours. 
but I also know there's more glory in going quietly. So if you catch me on a good day, that's what you'll get. Catch me on a day like today, it might go differently. And that's just the way it is. Because I didn't sign up to shed my blood for this country, for you people to turn it into a tyrannical state. And while I didn't understand at the time that it really didn't matter what was going on, no matter what, as long as I was not being virtuous, it really didn't matter what I was doing. I was wasting it all. But you people still owe me the country I fought for. And all of you people who are moving out to take it away, all of you, in the White House, in Congress, in all of the, le- in all of the high levels of power, all of you people in the media, every last one of you people, You owe me the country I signed up to fight for. And the country I signed up to fight for was a country that understood the natural order. The country that I signed up to fight for actually believed in God and acted like it. Or at least pretended like it. This thing you got going on now, this is not my country. To be sure, the people in this country are still my countrymen. But you people up at the top are clearly not my country. The judges who go along with this nonsense. The prosecutors who are willing to lie under oath. The quote-unquote law enforcement agents who are willing to do any dirty deed so long as they get what they're looking for? The legislators who are willing to legislate and do everything that they can behind behind the scenes to make sure that they make as much money and profit and ill-gotten gain as possible from every single ballot they cast. And every one of you God-denying, degenerate schmucks in every branch of the administration. You are all traitors. And your day will come. You're going to push too far. And either somebody is going to start an uprising. I pray not, because honestly, I kind of want the alternative. You can keep pushing this and God himself can come. And you guys are really going to be bent over then. I'm praying for that one. Because you won't get to negotiate. There won't be a ceasefire. In that day, when God returns, you will get no quarter. You can do whatever you want to me. Menefrego. I don't care. You want to give me a crown of martyrdom? Go right ahead. Go for it. Go for it. And by the way, just in case you weren't aware, Catholics, why do we revere the Cristeros? Why do we revere the Vendée? 
why do we look at the papal zouaves with awe? What is the teaching of the church in the matter? They only mentioned it really during the, during the era of the papal zouaves, but it was true for the Vendée and it was true for the Cristeros. They don't preach it, they don't teach it like they used to, but everybody who talks about him, every, every priest who talks about them in that slightly hushed tone about the sacrifices that they were willing to make, every scholar who looks and goes, wow, look at what these men did. They can revere them. Because even though the church hasn't formally declared anyone except for the papal zouaves who died in battle as martyrs, and they certainly won't say it today about the crusaders, the men who died on the battlefield in the Battle of Belgrade, led by St. John Capistrano, the men who sacrificed all at the Battle of Lepanto, there were men who did sacrifice all, Yes, the Muslims were routed, but it's not like they went without casualties. It's not like nobody died. They wouldn't say so today, but the fact is, is that those men are regarded as martyrs because they fought for the cause, because they answered the call. So the crusaders who took up the call to defend the Pilgrim Road the crusaders who fought for Christendom, whether it be in France or the Holy Land, remember the crusaders did go to France because the Albigensian crusade was a thing. The army of the Vendée, the Cristeros, and I especially like the Cristeros because I mean, if there was ever anybody who was gonna be named an insurrectionist, if there was ever anybody who could, who could be equal, quote-unquote, equal parts, terrorist, insurgent, or freedom fighter, if there was anybody who could be lambasted on, on either side or, or who could be exalted on either side, it was most definitely the Cristeros. And I would like to point out that if America does descend into civil war, it's not it's not going to look like it's not going to look like the 1860 it's not going to look like the like the war between the states okay we're not talking 1860s it's not going to be people lining up in columns and shooting at each other standing out in the open fields and all that crap that's not a thing it's going to be the cristeros they won't be on horseback because we got cars and motorcycles and junk that's which is actually in all honesty probably the reason why they're trying to eliminate cars and motorcycles and junk. But a second civil war in the United States, a civil war in the United States this time around is going to look more like the Cristero War. And that's the thing that you're going to have to keep an eye on. Because the Cristeros were martyrs. Yes, we go with the extreme cases like the like 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 the young man who had the soles cut off his feet and then was marched to his own grave and shot in the head, etc. 
And if it sounds like I'm being a little bit callous on that, I kind of want to gloss over that one because after watching the movie that was about it, I just, I can't. It did, I can't. Can't stop for more than a couple seconds. I just can't. It's too much. But if you look at the warfare tactics, that's what it's going to look like. Cars will go faster. Bullets will go faster and straighter. But that's what it's going to look like. And if you haven't seen the movie about the Cristero War, I ooh, I wish I remembered it. I could probably find I could probably manage to pull it up in my video history. <clears throat> but it stars Andy Garcia. It's a movie about the Cristeros. I highly I highly recommend it. In fact, in all honesty, as a palate cleanser after I'm done with this episode, I'm probably going to sit down and watch it because I could use the tears. Because I could use a story of bravery against rampant communist corruption. Is it a perfect story? No. Did they tell the story ideally? Oh, I mean, about as good as you're going to get with a, with, you know, with a major theatrical production. But they were martyrs. They were martyrs. L'Homme du Vendée were martyrs. The Papal Zouaves were martyrs for Holy Mother Church. They were fighting for the faith. So those of you who find yourselves in a corner because you're Catholic and you're traditionalist, you're rigid backwardist, as the heretic bishop in white would refer to us, if it's for the faith, you got to win. It's going to be a win. If it's for the country, it's even still mostly a win because patriotism is part of piety. Remember, Pietas is God, family, country. Exurga Deus dissipentur de nemici eius, et fugiancio derunt Deum afacia eius. Sancta Michael Archangela defende nos in proelio, contra nequitiam et insidias de amblias opraesidium. Imperatili Deus supplicas imprecamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignos, que ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum de trude. Lord God, it's by your justice and your mercy that we shall be saved. certainly not going to be by our hands. And if it is, it will only be by your grace, by the grace that you pour out, by your Holy Spirit poured out upon the land, filling the hearts of the faithful and giving them the courage to stand 
pray. Because we're coming to a point when it's, <laughs> when we're gonna have to act. I don't know when it's gonna be. I don't know where it's gonna start. But they keep doing this. And it's going to start. Someone will start it. Don't know who. Probably ain't gonna be me, in all honesty. Like, they come for me, they send, you know, they send 55 FBI agents to come get me, even if it turns into, you know, the worst case scenario on all sides. The fact is, is that little old me is not gonna be the thing that starts this war. Little old me is not gonna be the thing that starts this chastisement. First off, I don't remember anywhere in Catholic prophecy where Our Lady come down and be like, Caleb the mechanic is gonna start the war. So I'm pretty sure it's not going to be me. I vaguely remember her saying that it was going to be largely due to events going on overseas. But I also know that the events that are going in, on inside the country cannot go unanswered. And at some point, it's just going to flare up. And whether it's through starvation because they made food prices so high and they shut down all of the power plants and this, that, and the third, or what, the fact is, kind of unfortunately... There's no mention of Lady Liberty. There's no mention of the Eagle. There's no mention of the great empire of the West. There's no mention of the New World. There's no mention of any of that. The only, the closest thing it gets is whole nations will be annihilated. That's it. Our Lady mentions France. She mentions most of many of the other places. You know where she was never. You know where she never mentioned that the faith was going to be preserved. She never mentioned that the faith was going to be preserved in the Americas. Well, she may have mentioned it in South America. She may have mentioned it in Mexico. She may have mentioned it somewhere south of the border, but we don't have any of that protecting the United States. We don't have any of that protecting Canada. Our Lady didn't come out and say Montreal shall be preserved. That's not how that happened. By the way, if you know differently, if you do know of a Catholic prophecy, an apparition of the Blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, the Holy Theotokos, if you know of an apparition where she showed up and said, yes, some, you know, Maryland is going to be preserved, or Washington is going to be preserved, or Minnesota is going to be whatever, anywhere in America, Caleb at RadioFreeCatholic.com. I don't remember seeing it anywhere. So I'm not particularly sanguine about the prospects of America the free, America the brave, coming out of this at all, let alone coming out on top. So pray. <laughs> pray a lot. Because, dear family, in the United States of America, the bill's going to come due. And that bill, <laughs> it doesn't have pay to Caleb the mechanic. It doesn't have pay to the oppressed of the prison. It has pay to our Lord and Savior, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Christ Jesus. And unfortunately, I think that bill is going to read something like Mene, Mene, Tekel, Ufarsim. You've been put in the scales and been found wanting. Pray. Pray for the church. Pray for the nation. <sighs>
Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful, pray for us. And Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.